What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Frock Cast, coming at you not live from our frock quarters to your frock quarters. I'm Vince Mancini, and I am joined as always. You know him, you love him. He's the irregular regular. Mr. Matt Lieb. You've got a fat cock. Put that cock directly in my mouth. You gotta make a decision. To take that cock and put it in my mouth. I love it. All right, okay. I didn't read any. That's good. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Sorry. I just watched Tracy Chapman at the Grammys singing Fast Car. And it was like I was like literally crying watching it because I love that song so much and I love Tracy Chapman so much. Um, but at the same time, I just kept going, you got a fat cock. And I was like, <laughs> I contain multitudes is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I have more thoughts about Fast Car. But first, I would like to introduce <laughs> our guest today. Uh, how do you want me to introduce you, Allison? I never asked. Uh, 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 you've got a fat cock. <laughs> uh you can introduce me as a fat cock for sure mm-hmm. we have returning guest and fat cock allison stevenson hi hey how you doing allison oh fine mm. i feel like that i was annoyed when i mean it was cool not that i watched it live because what am i gonna do watch the grammys i don't think so but who does that yeah, yeah who does that um but it was nice to see Tracy Chapman get out there on stage. But it also bugged me, like, why is this other guy here? What is he contributing uh, to the oh, song at this point? He you don't know did the a lore. cover of the song. Yes. I know. But, like, it's not a – I mean, it's just a regular cover. Like, her version is better. Like, he doesn't really, like, improve upon it her in any way, right? Her version is better. Like, <laughs> right? uh, yeah, I no, mean, but he's a man. So that's already yeah, improvement. Yeah. That's so That's the true. story behind it is that he did this cover in 2023 last year and it like 
like rocketed to number one in the country charts and won yeah, like a, a country all these music idiots award. Are like this is a good song that I've never heard before. Right? Yeah. 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 No, they're they're definitely idiots because they never heard that song. I hate them because of that. You know, <laughs> like if you don't know the things I know, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> no, uh, I just mean look. It's a good song. It's when it comes on the ra- the country radio, you're probably like, well, this is good i mean it's not right but the original is like better i don't know no i i i agree i listen i agree with you he didn't do anything new with it other than he it was a a white man singing it um but i think because it's kind of like when tiktok blows up an artist and all of a sudden everyone's like well who are these sublime guys right (laughs) and uh and then me and matt are like we've been here all along yeah 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 we love sublime we we got tattoos of that son um <laughs> yeah, check, check the tie-dye on the wall we, yeah we've been here yeah 40 <laughs> ounces to freedom change my life um but yeah like so i think it was just it blew up the song for like another generation and then people learned like oh it's not an original it's done by tracy chapman and then there's mm-hmm. also a little bit of the i'm not gonna lie i like the you know like music breaking you know racial uh sure. boundaries thing that was very yeah. cute you it's know? just it's nice to have something that doesn't sound like a shitty truck commercial on country 100%. radio. hundred percent, hundred percent. It didn't sound like uh, a shitty truck commercial. It didn't sound like it was trying to sell me, you know, like a gun or yeah, a war. like a lifestyle brand. Yeah, like someone yeah. posted uh, just a fast car. Yeah, just trying <laughs> yeah, to sell yeah. me a fast car, yeah, not even a pickup <laughs> truck or like you know. I would love it. I would love it if it's Ford all of a sudden is like, have you heard this fast car song? (laughs) (laughs) They start selling cars. Uh, I mean, keep in mind, we're comparing it to a guy who wrote a song about Applebee's. uh, Is that the Applebee's guy? Well, no, but it was a different guy. But I'm saying that is like the baseline for country radio is like someone someone writes an ode to a chain restaurant and the chain restaurant puts it in their commercial for the chain restaurant. And then like it's so far. That's just good strategy, bro. You're not even like writing about like your grandpappy anymore. You're literally writing about fucking Applebee's. And they're like, oh, this son of a real estate agent sings a nice (laughs) tune about us. Literally, that's what he was doing before he was a country singer. Anyway, um, I love that. I love that yeah. for him. L- listen, yeah. I I was I love seeing old gray-haired Tracy Chapman on stage. Um yeah. I I liked seeing it in contrast to him because he had the, you know, um he had the kind of the country auto tune that they do, you know, a little bit of pitch correction. Mm-hmm. He had the, you know, the monitors in his ears and stuff. And he's just like a weird collection of of things and is shaped weird like most yeah, country dudes yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, today. yeah, yeah. He's like uh I don't know, he's like one of those country guys who you're like uh you know, he's a big dude, he likes shrimps. You know, he's uh <laughs> he's someone who just uh you know, he's you know, he, he's got a lot of like wise sayings that don't make any sense. Like, uh, you know, hey, and you take no that dog jello. to hunt, that that hunt will never stop. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but he, uh, do you know Jello? He's no Jello, is what I was saying. He's no Jello. I don't know Jello. Who's Jello? Jello Biafra. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Country only. legend Jello Biafra. <laughs> I don't know any other guys named Jello. That's just the yeah. first one. He- that- it's a okay, holiday well. in the Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, like uh, uh, meanwhile, she was, you know, she was oh natural, man. She oh, was I'm sorry. I got it wrong. His name is Jelly Roll, not Jello. Oh, <laughs> I don't know Jelly okay. Roll either, unless it's Jelly Roll Morton. Heard the name. Um, Sounds familiar. But yeah, I don't know. I uh, and that song just fucking rules. It's a good uh, song. No, like someone was on posted a TikTok or something this week, and it was it was like a middle school teacher, and she was playing John Denver like Country Roads, and she couldn't oh, figure out this. why all the middle schoolers know the song. And I don't actually know the backstory to why all the middle schoolers know the song, but it's just it kind of stuck out to me because it's like, oh yeah, here's like a dude singing about. West Virginia, and it's like kind of you know, it's a white dude singing a song about the country, but right. it's not, um, it's not a shitty like lifestyle branding exercise. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's trying to sell me something like every other fucking country song nowadays. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, it was. Oh, okay. Here's Jelly Roll. I'll play a little bit of. Uh, oh yeah, I've seen this guy. Oh, I'll, I sent you his Instagram. No, I see it. I see it. But I, I bet his Instagram has oh. him doing one of his songs. Let's find it. Oh no, mostly it's him podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> is he a country? Is this a country man? Who is this guy? Oh, yeah, is, he's a country man. All right, I need to. Okay, here's a little bit. Hold on, here we go. I mean, hold on. Yeah. That's not him. That's a girl. <laughs> And I can't, I'll tell you, I can't fast forward because it's Instagram. Oh, no, shit. What's up, y'all? It's okay, it's not important. It's your boy Jelly Roll checking in about two important things. Hold on, what are the two important things? What's up, y'all? I want to know. It's day here in Middle Tennessee. It's your boy Jelly Roll checking in about two important things. One, one of my favorite songs I've ever recorded in my life came out today. On my buddy Cody Johnson's album, Leather, the song is called Whiskey Bent. Check it out. <laughs> Jelly Roll, Cody Johnson, Whiskey Bent Crazy. Second of all, Saturday, November the 4th. So tomorrow. All right. He's just he's just plugging stuff. It's just promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's huge. He's huge. In the yeah, no. He's got a million. Damn. Hold on. We can see why. He's got a. Here we go. I mean, I like yeah, it. He's, not, he's a vibe. It's he's a better vibe. than the Applebee's song, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's not, but also he looks like he likes Applebee's, and that's not a. I'm just saying that's not like a. <laughs> I'm not shaming him. I'm just he's saying he's a big man. He's a big fucking guy, and fucking you know, uh, I. Oh, it's what someone sent me the other Applebee guy song, and the lyrics <laughs> of it were fucking mind blowing. Yeah, uh, sorry, I gotta I find this. I forgot the Applebee song. I know what you're talking about, but I forgot what it sounded like, like what the chorus was. I mean, Here. listen, I got it. Oh no, I can't hear. Matt, you play yeah, it while I yeah, yeah. This. Put it in the chat. Um, but yeah, fucking. Uh, I don't know. In general, I'm not a, a country music guy, but whenever I find a country music song that I that I you know, when someone shows me one, I always kind of go like, oh yeah, this is not um like that different from what i hear it's like like the pop and country have melded to the point where they're almost the same fucking thing now kind of yeah all right well maybe not all 
This is very different. My girl is banging. She's so low maintenance. Don't need no champagne. But yeah, it is. Take her to Wendy's. Can't keep her off me. She yeah. wanted to be like them fries and her All right, frosting. we got, we got us, we got us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop, please, please. No, you're torturing me. <laughs> so it's like my girl's so chill. She doesn't want fancy things. Yeah, she she, she just wants she's to, go to, Wendy's. go to Wendy's. His whole shit is he like just names off like strings together white people touchstones and like strings it together with black slang. Like the, <laughs> he has another song. I don't know if this is the same song, but the lyrics are small town, y'all town. Double Dutch in the park, ice ice cream truck failing that emissions test hard. Got that glow up Grinch in the yard, and it's March. Ain't coming down anytime soon. Uh, like it's just, it's just, it's, yeah, uh, it's just gibberish. Fucking, I hate it so much. Just, Sorry. I mean, the thing is, poverty is, porn. It's poverty porn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it. Listen, if you're gonna rap slash do a country song about like living in a food desert, you have to at least look like you enjoy the food like jelly roll i i believe it this guy he does look like he owns several sea dews um (laughs) yeah yeah this guy had jet skis before he even got into country yeah yeah like he he looks like he flew first class to the capitol on january 6th you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) um one of you yeah. got. One of you read the lyrics that I just sent you. Like it's, it, it makes me lose my mind. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll I'll read some of it. Um, it ain't nothing better than them Saturday night lights. Every night, baby, got me in my bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ever disrespect the fam, baby, you know that's a flag. Throw it up. Give me Jesus football. <laughs> Come on, this is like. <laughs> Is this AI? Yeah, right. <laughs> it is absolutely AI. Like it's like that old Trump tweet where he holds up the Bible and it's like, "Yeah, you idiots love this crap, right?" <laughs> yeah, lap it up, hogs. <laughs> like all me. His, yeah, all of his lyrics are lap it up, hogs. Um, um, speaking of country music superstars, uh, first bit of news uh, in the broadcast today. I went Breaking- down the rabbit hole on this one. Oh, yeah? Go ahead, go ahead. Well, breaking news. Um, Toby Keith, country music's brash, patriotic songwriter, has died at the age of 62. Now, you might remember Toby Keith as, I believe he was the, we'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American Way yep, guy? That's Yep, that's the one. Yeah, and um, so, you know, very sad, but... Um, oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah, no. Oh, you didn't it, know it was that guy? Yeah, no, he canceled the Dixie Chicks. Remember that? Oh, was he the one who canceled the Dixie Chicks? You don't remember? No, I, I'm sorry, I didn't know he died. Yeah, he died. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I, I don't remember. You, you don't remember that I don't was him? remember the, the origin of how the Dixie Chicks got canceled other than, like, it was, they said something, like, vaguely anti-war. And yeah, like against bush or something yeah or against yeah. bush okay i have the article i i don't know how you don't remember this because this is like one of the people that I, w- I will like hate for my entire life because uh i mean now he's dead but yeah, um, yeah but because of this like this is when people talk about how bad things are now like mm-hmm. i agree but also like the odds were really 
bad really bad. And, <laughs> yeah. and alien. And I feel like Toby Keith just sort of was one of the poster children for why it was such like an alienating shitty time yeah. um, to be alive. On March 10th, 2003, on the eve of the U.S.-led invasion of Iraq, the Dixie Chicks played a concert at London's Shepherd's Bush Empire. Possibly thinking she was far enough away from her Texan home to get away with it, Maines introduced the song Traveling Soldier by saying, just so you know, we're on the good side with y'all. We do not want this war, this violence, and we're ashamed that the president of the United States is from Texas. Hell yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. Um, the, the band were blacklisted from numerous country radio stations uh, with one Colorado station suspending two G- DJs for playing the Dixie Chicks. Uh, protesters in Louisiana drove tac- t- tractors over Dixie Chicks CDs, but it was Keith who undertook the highest profile anti-main stunt. During a tour to support his 2003 album, Shockin' Y'all, lead single, I Love This Bar, Keith displayed... <laughs> I fucking hate it. Yeah, I've been to a Keith, a Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill in uh, Las Vegas, by the Kill way. Kill me. Yeah. Keith displayed a Photoshop backdrop, photoshopped backdrop behind the stage depicting mains with then-Iraqi dictator Saddam Hussein. Wow. Cool, 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 cool guy. Cool, cool. I mean, and that song absolutely sucks ass, by the way. Like, yeah. Um, so my favorite story from this is something I, I had recently um, come to know. I, I I had not heard this before, but this is I I feel like this is a um, it, it seems like a page six type thing. Like, uh, doesn't specifically say. Uh, well, I'll read it. Okay, are you talking about the Chris Christopherson? Thing? Yes, I am. It's it's from it's from an article written by Ethan Hawke in Rolling Stone. Like uh, Ethan Hawke wrote a profile oh. of Chris Christopherson from Rolling Stone. That okay, so that that completely explains why the person writing this is at this party because I was like, who the fuck was just there? Like some, some <laughs> right. guy named Greg. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So standing backstage at the Beacon Theater in New York, leaning leaning. Leaning against a crumbling brick wall in the dark, I could barely see Chris Christopherson standing to my left. Willie Nelson was in the shadows to my right. Ray Charles was standing beside Willie, idly shifting his weight back and forth. Uh, A bit farther along the wall were Elvis Costello, Wyclef Jean, um, Nora Jones, uh, Shelby Lynn, Paul Simon, and respective managers, friends, and families. Uh, Everyone was nervous and tight. Uh, We were there for Willie Nelson's 70th birthday concert in 2003. Up from the basement came one of country music's brightest stars who shall remain nameless. At that moment in time, The Star, capital S, uh, had a monster radio hit about bombing America's enemies back into the Stone Age. Happy birthday, The Star said to Willie. I wonder who that could be. That's one of like three or four guys, right? Yeah. It could be anyone. Um... (laughs) Uh, happy birthday, the star said to Willie, breezing by us. As he passed Christofferson in one long, confident stride, out of the corner of his mouth came, none of that lefty shit out there tonight, Chris. What the fuck did you just say to me? Chris growled, stepping forward. Uh, oh no, <laughs> groaned Willie under his breath. Don't get Chris all riled up. You heard me, the star said, walking away in the darkness. Um, uh... Don't turn your back on me, boy, Christofferson shouted, not giving a shit that basically the entire music industry seemed to be flanking him. 
Uh, the star turned around. I don't want any problems, Chris. I, I just want you to tone it down. You ever worn your country's uniform, Chris asked rhetorically. What? Don't what me, boy. You heard the question. <laughs> you just don't like the answer. He paused long enough to get a full chest of air. I asked, have you ever served your country? The answer is no, you have not. Have you ever killed another man, huh? Have you ever taken another man's life and then cashed the check your country gave you for doing it? No, you have not. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> I could feel his body pulsing with anger next to me you don't know what the hell you're talking about whatever the young star muttered ray charles stood motionless willie nelson looked at me and shrugged mischievously like a kid in the back of the classroom <laughs> christopherson took a deep inhale and leaned against the wall still vibrating with adrenaline he looked over at willie as if to say don't say a word then his eyes found me you know what waylon jennings said about guys like him he whispered i shook my head they're doing a country music what pantyhose did to finger fucking. <laughs> that, <laughs> so that is the uh, the greatest Toby Keith story of all time. Chris God Chris Robertson just fucking just yelling at him in the middle of a <laughs> yeah. huge fucking event. <sighs> people uh, people reposted this a bunch of times today for obvious reasons, and then like a few people tried to fact check it, but. Um, because like I guess after it came out, like uh, Chris Christopherson initially said that he didn't remember it, but then, um, but then like the follow up to that was that his wife was there and remembered the whole thing, and he oh, was nice. like, "Yeah, I just said I didn't remember it. I don't remember what I had for breakfast today. That happened yeah, like right. six it's years like, ago. I don't remember I don't a lot of life. <laughs> yeah, I was in movies Wait, who and wrote shit. This? Ethan uh, Hawke wrote the story, and it was Chris Christopherson that was uh, chewing him out at Willie Nelson's uh, birthday party. Yeah, oh, who said the pantyhose line? That was what Waylon Jennings said about people like him. That was Chris Christopherson quoting Waylon Jennings, not okay, talking about. Okay. I think talking about uh, you know people who are ruining country music in general. Yeah. Um, now here's the thing pantyhose ruining finger fucking like that as a quote is one of those things where i'm like you have to That's be hell. poetry it's poetry but you got to be really old to remember the invention of pantyhose <laughs> you know yeah because like i just before think it was, pantyhose like, came out oh man yeah yeah they had before the, pantyhose had them, there was a finger, finger fuck every anyone you want. Yeah. <laughs> they had them big hoop skirts and bare the stock is barely went up to the knees yeah you couldn't walk down a hallway in a high school without finger fucking at least three women <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was uh it, it's pretty great and i i feel like there's i don't know what the state of country music is now i think the pop country music is like worse than it's ever been uh mm -hmm. from what i can tell um but i there does also seem to be this kind of like crossover revival of like um uh, more country-ish music that is um not about selling you the lifestyle brand of being a country guy where yeah, it's you know a backlash the backlash family. i feel like country music sort of um it adopted like seo sludge before the broader <laughs> before everyone else did yeah yeah because yeah because yeah. like in yeah 2016 and 17 people were talking about like hey isn't it weird that every country song is about like uh, driving down a country road and sitting mm -hmm. on a pickup truck hitch and there's a girl with a tank top and she got a she's gonna give you a beer like they were doing like they were sort of uh doing search engine optimization to their fucking songs before right. uh before it killed other industries yeah it is definitely like 
um, they were on the cutting edge of just doing word cloud lyrics. You yeah. Know? And, and I don't know, like, uh, supposedly they made up later in life and whatnot. But Who like, did? I will Toby always, Keith and Chris Christopherson? No, Toby Keith and the Dixie Chicks. But I will... I will always remember him as being the fucking cowardly nine uh, eleven profiteer. Like that, that it's sort of he sort of cemented in my mind as that forever. Yeah. Just because that it was like I remember that stupid song and like Carlos Mencia like talking about how he like wants Bush to bomb everyone. Like just there's mm-hmm. just a few people that stand out as just like being cowards being- and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, being like uh, performatively bloodthirsty because they were so insulated from yeah. any like real uh, fucking, you know, consequences of that bloodthirstiness. It was just like, ooh, I can brand this. And yeah, combining pandering with like um, shitting on someone else for saying like an obviously true statement. Um, right. Yeah. And like everybody did that at the time. Like I, I was pulling articles from uh, that period because I was trying to remember that time. And this was the uh, Country Music Awards show. Um, the big buzz after Tuesday's Academy of Country Music Awards show. Did you hear what host Reba McIntyre said about the Dixie Chicks? In case you missed it, Reba said toward the end of the show, I don't know why I was so nervous about hosting the show this year. If the Dixie Chicks can sing with their foot in their mouths, surely I can host this sucker. Oh, oh not Reba. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah. People love Reba, man. I do. I love Reba. Yeah. It, it's like one of those things where, like, you know, I want to – I want to shit on Reba for, you know, something like that. But I'm just like, I don't want that smoke. I feel like Reba. <laughs> She's like the original Taylor Swift. Yes, exactly. I don't want like the whatever the Swifty version of like a Reba head is. <laughs> Reba, 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 uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want them coming after me, doxing my family. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to do that. They're they all don't really know. Yeah, old. that's right. <laughs> Yeah, they're just gonna be sending like a lot of email emails that start with forward, 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 forward. You'll know they're coming because you'll hear this like the the distant buzzing of a thousand rascal scooters coming to <laughs> just like dangling, uh, dangling wrist bangles. You know that they make yeah. this, they sort of jangle together. Yeah, uh, good stuff. Allison, what's the uh, what's the Allison update? What do you what have you been up to? Cool boy, you know. I don't know. <laughs> stuff. Stuff. Comedy. Still doing that. Still chasing yeah. that fucking dream. Chase uh, it. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I got a strip show. Yes. Do my strip show. It's actually, if anyone's in LA, it's next week on Valentine's Day. Just saying. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where at? Uh, the Moroccan Lounge. The Moroccan Lounge. We can uh, yeah. we'll put a uh, a ticket link in the uh, show notes and Ooh, stuff. Please, yes. people, come out. That is Valentine's Day at the Moroccan Lounge. Yeah, thick mm. strip body. Yeah. It's body posy. Body posy. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of been it. Nice. I feel like I need to be more body positive. <laughs> you yeah, feel like your I, I, I was going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> we've been meaning to have an intervention with you about that no because like sometimes listen i was 
I don't know. I was at um, this child's birthday party over the weekend, and I saw one of my. Uh, I saw um, you, you know Jack O'Brien from the mm-hmm. Daily Zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw him in person. It was the first time I seen him in person in a long time. We usually just see each other over Zoom. And uh, I was just like looking at him and I was like, I have no idea how old this guy is, but he looks great. You know, he (laughs) just like just he just looks great. And uh, there were some pictures of that day and I was like looking at him. I was just looking at my face and I was just like, what happened to my face, man? (laughs) Just my face is just so it's just like, you know, I got like this neck meat. At the mm. bottom, I got the little gobble, and then I, I'm like developing jowls, and it's like I, I just you You're know just slowly transitioning into droopy dog. I am, and I like look at <laughs> pictures of my dad, and I go, oh no, this is around that time. This is when it happens, <laughs> and I don't want I don't want this for me, but also I'm not doing anything to stop it. But and so part of me is like, should I just accept accept it? But then the other part of me is like, but I want I just don't want the gobble no more. Well, you can get a what the buccal fat. That's what I was thinking. Mm. I can get buccal. Yeah, they could. They yeah. could. Uh, you know, buccal fat surgery it out of me. Get rid of my buccals, and then I'll be pretty again. Is that can, what? Yeah. By the way, sorry, this is a digression, but is that what happened to Miley Cyrus? Like, I don't. I don't know that if she got theory. Yes. I don't know if she that got buccal theory. fat removal or if uh, she got like large veneers. But every picture of her now looks like she's trying to like wrap her lips around like Party City Dracula teeth. That it's uh, it's very very strange. Very yeah. Strange if, you, if you get rid Probably of too, both. if you get too much buccal fat removed, uh, you you just all of a sudden your 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 teeth just like pop out of your mouth. <laughs> And then, yeah, you know, you can't fully close your mouth no more. You're like, oh, oh, oh no, <laughs> you took out too much. Do I look fierce? Yeah, <laughs> am I hot? I yeah. mean, that is truly a thing of like, and so many people now, like you'll see on TikTok, people doing like before and after photos of like before the buccal fat removal and then after. Mm. And it looks awful. It looks awful. Yeah, and it doesn't look good. I keep wondering, like, is there, like, are we approaching a limit to like weird shit that people do to their faces? Because now it's like girls that are like in their early twenties are doing that yes. that, lip, that lip injection shit, and it makes everyone's lips look the same and what the, they where they where they stick out in profile, and it's yeah. like not only this is are, another. Yeah. This is another online discourse happening. Mm. I'm sorry, I just said those words. I but... love online discourse. <laughs> Go on. Nom, 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 nom. Eat it up. Um, <laughs> of the fact that like Gen Z now is looking worse than millennials. Yeah, that's right. They're aging, aging like milk. more rapidly. Yes. Yeah, that, that's what they say. Which yeah, I believe it. The more you yeah. get work done on your face, the more you look like the generation that thinks they need to get work done on their face like that's just how it kind of goes i don't it never looks good like i don't know i'm trying well, to think of so i mean who looks the, good because the, of facial plastic surgery well but, no so know. like obviously that's true of a lot of like uh like really big actors and actresses like you look at like um sandra bullock and you're just like you like you wouldn't even think oh she must have had work done. You're just like, oh, that's Sandra Bullock. That's what she looks like. She looks like she's always looked. And that's like the perfect plastic surgery. It's the type of plastic surgery is just maintaining your already existing face. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I feel but then Brad you got Pitt like too. Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt, a, yeah. another perfect example. Just maintaining what you already looked like. Um, maybe you know you look a little bit older, but but you, it, just slowing the aging process through like nips and tucks or whatnot. Yeah. But then I feel like a lot of then you got but, your Burt Reynolds or your or your right. uh, Nicole Kidman, and it's like now I have to do a whole other level of uh, disbelief suspension just to right. like believe you as anything other than like a very rich person who's had a ton of plastic surgery done. Yeah. And I think like that, that's the thing is it's like the, there's <clears throat> certain examples of like plastic surgery. It's usually with like, you know, younger people and stuff where they're not, they're not trying to maintain what they already look like. It's that they don't like what they look like. So they change something and make their lips fuller or they make, you know, get rid of the buccal fat and stuff. And that's kind of like yeah. that, that is going to stick out whether or not it looks better is like a personal choice thing. Right. But it's like, you're going to now have a before and after. Whereas, like, you look at a before and after of <clears throat> Sandra Bullock, you're just going to be like, this is her looking a little bit younger, and this is her looking pretty much the same. Um, so, I don't know. I, I feel like you you already have to be in a place where you love the way you look, uh, or right. the way you look is yeah. your brand, you know? But it's also, like, if you just have so much money that it doesn't matter, it, yeah. it just becomes like a... I can do this as often as I want all yeah. the time. Yeah. And you it can become an obsession. You're like, well, now I need to, you know, it just piles, keeps piling on and nobody tells you to stop. I know. I, yeah. Then I you become like that cat guy or maybe it was a cat lady. There's like, yes. oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. people who just like, they just do a lot of plastic surgery and they look like a cat. Yeah. And they're famous for being, having right. a lot of plastic surgery. I right. feel like the way to go is to start out kind of ugly and then yes. just like and just like leaning into it and eventually yes. like you become sort of hot because people accept like how right. unique your fate like a paul giamatti you know yeah like it's it better out. in the long run it yeah. is so much yeah. better Absolutely. national sex symbol paul giamatti <laughs> yeah i mean like i don't think anybody's like banging down paul, paul giamatti's, giamatti's door to, to no, fuck him, but, people, but like at this point like we have all acknowledged like what a good actor he is and sort of um... he's got claymation teeth <laughs> do you remember him briefly being in that movie um oh my god the fucking james cameron is it james cameron the avatar sing singles oh the was he in, that's cameron crow but yeah oh cameron crow okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got your crow. cameron's mixed up i got my cameron's yeah yeah, yeah yeah he's like briefly in that movie where he like makes out with a girl Hell in yeah. a bar <laughs> yeah and he's wearing yeah. like a leather jacket and he's like young Paul Giamatti. He's so hot. I need to like, see this. I've never seen. <laughs> I've never seen it. singles. That, I just watched all of. I just rewatched all of John Adams. So I have like Paul Giamatti on the brain. <laughs> you know, weirdly, I rewatch J John Adams like once every two years. <laughs> I don't really know dude, why. It's funny because it's like it feels boring. Like towards the like early and yes. towards the middle, it starts to feel kind of boring because. All the episodes are like a full length movie length. They're all yes, an they're hour all twenty, an hour full thirty long. Hour, yeah, hour and a half. It's like yeah. seven full length movies, basically. <clears throat> but then by the end, it's just like it, it makes me cry. By the end, like the ending's so good. Like just the fact that him and Jefferson both died on July fourth, and his Same last day. words were like, "Were like, hey, Jefferson's still okay, right?" And they were kind of frenemies. Aw. Well, the Such best part about story. that is that he said, you know, uh, something like Thomas Jefferson lives, but once again, he was wrong because Jefferson had just died a few minutes earlier. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's my yeah. favorite well, part. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, now I'm looking at Paul Giamatti singles. Uh, oh, and- I was I was trying to look it up too. Oh I was trying shit! To find the video, but- I I found him. He does he look what? good? Look, can we watch it? All right. Well, I um I can send you guys a a, a screenshot of it. Uh, this isn't a video. This is just a still. Mm. And listen to each their own. Paul Giamatti's ideal form is the still. I think he looks. Oh, he, oh yeah, he's yeah. Hot. He's got like a like an Amadeus kind of thing going on. <laughs> I like that you and guys he, are looking at that and going, "He's hot." That makes me feel like good. You know. Yeah, he's like, got a high forehead. You know, I don't he's, know. Got, he's got he's got, some... got he's got my eyes where he's got just like you know the kind of like buggy and squee. <laughs> I am a sucker for just any like, you know, Jewy or Italian looking. <laughs> yeah, someone no, who's guinea you. pig esque, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad that someone you know who came from nothing as the son of a baseball commissioner was able to come out <laughs> Wait, of it. What? Yeah, he was. His dad was the uh, the commissioner of professional baseball. Get the fuck out of here, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, I didn't know he was a Nepo baby. Yeah, his dad was like the president of an Ivy League school at one point, I believe. What the fuck? Yeah, he went to that school from the holdovers. Yeah, before before they before they got the woke mind virus and started oh, hiring the all these woke mind all these, virus, all these black plagiarists. All they had these, they had the blacks, Bart Giamatti, the Jews. They got the <laughs> Asians, Chinese, <laughs> DEI, more like DEAD. That's what happened to this country. Mm-hmm. That was going to be Toby Keith's next single, but <laughs> he died before he could. So, another interesting wrinkle of the Toby Keith thing is mm. uh, like he owned a piece of Taylor Swift's catalog. Like he. I thought you were going to say he, hair. He was like part. <laughs> I got a little bit of her hair. She, this just, is what all women's hair should look like. Yeah, I have three strains. <laughs> I wrap it around my cock. <laughs> no, he uh, like he he was a part owner of her first the first record label that signed her when she was like oh god. 15, so he made a ridiculous amount of money off of that. That makes me sad. I hate that. But then now she's like uh, reclaiming her masters by re-recording everything, right? Is yeah. that her thing? Yeah, Taylor's yeah. version. Yeah. Taylor's version. Taylor's version. Here's the thing about We're Taylor. Like, yes, Queen, keep being like a multimillionaire. Yes, Let's get you to be make a billionaire. More money. Yeah. That's you deserve feminism. That. Yes. <laughs> How can tweet- I give you all my money? Yeah. <laughs> Someone tweeted earlier this week that she looks like the wife of a high-ranking SS SS officer, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, she kind of. She does. does. I mean, listen. I always said horse girl, but that is also true. Yeah, 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 no, but like, pr- there's many types of horse girls, though. Like, yeah. some of them are privileged horse girls, and some of them are like, you know, they're privileged, but it's like, are you fucking that horse? You know? Yeah, what no, I, mean? I, I grew up around like the, I grew <laughs> yes. up around the very weird horse girls. Yes, where you, they were you, like, you grew up near yeah. weird horse girls. Um, not yeah, one like, of them, two girls in my fifth grade class dyed spots in their hair because they wanted to look like Appaloosas. I, I thought um, you were gonna say dyed falling off horses or getting fucked to death. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not have any death of dick long situations at my high school, but we did have this one girl where. Uh, she was another weird horse girl in sophomore year in mm-hmm. world cultures. One of my f- 
friends like nudged me and pointed to her her notebook and mm-hmm. said and said she's drawing pictures of horses fucking and she, <laughs> she was doodling two horses fucking <laughs> on her notebook and then uh and then she she bit a girl during a water polo game one time oh, oh yeah damn. she sounds cool she yeah, sounds pretty cool. pretty cool i kind of like this person yeah i feel like this person's a born podcaster <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like uh the the i like the alt right was trying to claim Taylor Swift early on. Like yeah. they were, you know, they were making like, a lot she of. She looks like, like a trad wife to me. She does, and she also yeah. looks like you know, hot SS fetish guys, dream woman, you know. Sure. And so then she was like, you know, I'm gonna come out as a person who's like a Democrat, and uh, now the right wing is scared of her because they they think that she alone will be able to get biden to win the presidency which i'm like i i just she's popular i don't don't think but i think people are forgetting i don't think music fandom works that way yeah people are forgetting that like like fandom doesn't i mean you can get people to register to vote for sure and that's a good thing that she did she did a huge um like voter registration drive in 2020 um but it's also like, you know, just in general, like, I don't know. People think that Taylor Swift could single handedly like end the war in Gaza. <laughs> like people, people are a little bit, uh, they forget that we've been trying to get celebrities to get us to vote since I was a kid. Yeah. Also, she's not like Sinead O'Connor. Like she's, she does <clears throat> no, not, right. she's not known for taking like bold stances. Right. No, right. no, no, no. I mean, you know, and they're like, oh my God. The pop star is dating the football man. This must be an op. And you're right. like, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that this is just how things have gone. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I've, I've never seen a more uh, like obvious couple in my life. <laughs> People are just like, oh, look at that. How, how are they together? And I was like, she looks like a cheerleader and he's a little football guy. This <laughs> is yeah. normal. Um, I feel like they'd be more into it if she was dating Jason Kelsey. Right, yeah, he's the the fatter brother, the one who's like, yeah, he's, he's he doesn't he's play like, football, but he likes to like. No, he plays football. Oh, he, he does? also plays football. I thought but he was he a plays... podcaster. I thought, I thought he just had <laughs> no. a brother who was a podcaster. <laughs> no, who, but like, he's shows up a, he's games. A, he is an offensive lineman, so he's more white coated because he's been hanging out with like the white guys on the football team for his whole career. Whereas mm. like uh, Travis is, I mean, he's still an offensive lineman, but he's a tight end, so he's like a he, he's more of a skill player. So he's he's a little more like urban. He's got a little more urban flavor than than Jason does. See, I don't know of, enough uh, about football to know the that there was yeah, there's, there's like a cultural apartheid happening based on <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I didn't know there was segregation. In <laughs> yeah, football. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. I mean, based yeah. on positions or whether it's offense or defense or what Is well that- yeah the skill players are usually a little different than the the linemen there's a little bit of a cultural uh split there mm. and a tight end is which one a tight end is more of a i mean it's still part of the line but they also catch passes and things so they're like kind okay. of a skill player they're like the they're like the the the, the uh transitional position from is it is a tight end do the hike player. is that them no that's the center that's jason kelsey's job he, uh, he, he does the hike and he does the tush push uh whereas travis push. He, 
Yeah, he's on the yeah. end of the line where he catches passes. I'm speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Suddenly I created a football fan of Yeah, <laughs> yummy, yummy. Do they ever put their face in the tush? <laughs> yeah, do they ever just eat the blood? <laughs> How bad. many points is that? Yeah, is it three or seven? Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I didn't know that about his brother. I, I, I knew he had a brother, I thought, but I'd only seen him as a guy who takes a shirt off at games and stuff. Or maybe yeah. he doesn't take a shirt off. Maybe I'm just he did inventing a, he did a, that a Burt Kreischer game. type guy. No, he did a Burt Kreischer thing at the uh, AFC Championship. Yeah, that's what I thought. Does he play on a different team? Yeah, he plays on the, the Eagles and he just retired. Oh. Uh, football families are kind of weird. You yeah. Know? Like uh, they got the Mannings and then the... Uh... Well, there's others. <laughs> <laughs> the Kelsey's. Uh, Kelsey's. Isn't there I another one? I mean, like everybody in oh, professional Serena sports. Serena Ve- Venus Williams. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you have you seen the trailer for that Luca Guadagino movie about like hot tennis players? No. It's very clear that there's a character who's supposed to be like a Serena Williams type, but it's but she's played by Zendaya, which is mm. oh god h- hilarious because like. <laughs> Of all athletes, like you look at Serena Williams and you're like, this person could kick my ass. Like right. this is this person is just like a personification of strength and power. Yes. Um, like she looks like she could fuck you up. And then they're like, who do we get to play this person? I know Zendaya, who's yeah. like 97 pounds. <laughs> a literal wet. feather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 She's perfect because yeah. she's not too black. Like that's whenever, <laughs> like with Zendaya, it's like, listen, she's a gorgeous, you know, beautiful, and she's actually a good actress too. But like to play Venus and or Serena Williams, just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's not officially on. playing Serena Williams like in a in a biopic uh, or anything, but it's very okay. much like it feels like. You know, she's like the young uh, black tennis prodigy in this movie, and it's like, okay, well, we know who this is, mm. yeah interesting it does yeah. feel like still still feels colorist in my opinion and i think my mm, opinions you're on probably colorism, not wrong i'm probably not wrong but um we were talking <laughs> about uh you know body modification earlier yeah. and i got uh, i got a i got a good story for that Ooh. because hey vince hey matt as you know, Vince, I love old internet memes. Remember the early internet's obsession with Chuck Norris jokes? I do remember that. Here's one. When Chuck Norris went to college, he told his father, now you're the man of the house. <laughs> why Why do you bring this up? Well, I was thinking about those old memes, and I started thinking, I wonder what Chuck Norris is doing right now. What has he been up to? You know, I actually know the answer to that, Matt. Yeah, I recently saw a health video he made, and I was surprised. He's in his 80s. And he still seems to have energy and health. You know, I saw the very same video, Vince, and in it he says he's even stronger, has more stamina, and plenty of energy left over for his grandkids since making one simple health change that helps his digestion and nutrition. That's almost too powerful to contemplate, but yes. uh, it's true. He says he still feels like he's in his 50s. Uh, his wife made the same change, and she's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger and has energy all day. Uh, I am way younger than them, and I have energy for about two hours a day. Uh, And the problem is, you know, that many of us do not include fruits and vegetables and other herbs that increase health and energy in our own diets. Chuck Norris made a special video 
that explains how he incorporated these things with one simple product. I love special videos, and you can watch it too by going to mymorningkick.com slash pod yourself, and it may change your approach to your own health. Once again, that's M-Y-M-O-R-N-I-N-G-K-I-C-K.com slash pod yourself, mymorningkick.com slash pod yourself. Go there now and watch this very special Chuck Norris video. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Peter Peter Thiel oh, is God. is looking. Oh no! Has has bankrolled oh. the uh, steroid Olympics? Yeah, I've heard about this. I wanted Wait, to guess. What? Please tell me the story. This is the <laughs> yeah. greatest. Uh, this is from Vice. Uh, the Peter Thiel-backed sports organization that is building the Olympics of the future for athletes using steroids and other enhancers is employing the language of inclusivity, oppression, and libertarianism in its push for acceptance in the broader athletic world. It's called the Bionic Olympics. <laughs> hey guys, it's me, what? Peter Thiel. So, uh, <laughs> you know how when you watch the Olympics, you're like, oh, but we could build stronger men. <laughs> I do say that. So I've decided to build my own Olympics called the Stronger Man Olympics. <laughs> we're ma- we're building a sort of master race. <laughs> oh, oh, are you sure that's the word that you want to use? That is the word I will use. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's and, a race. That's the, that's the sport. Yeah, that's right. The that's master race the is going to be a race of super <laughs> uber mensch who are going to run real fast. <laughs> and they're going to have needles in their arms. Oh, and geez. whoever dies last wins. Oh man! <laughs> so it's less of a race and more like a—it's a, a race a, against a, time. Okay, I see. I see. Yes, and whoever goes the fastest is beaten time, and will live forever in a cryogenic sleep state that I'm going to create out of a gold medal. Congratulations! Oh, wow. You'll live to see Armageddon. <laughs> I well, didn't, didn't I gotta go. Oh, okay, all right. Slaves, <laughs> slaves. <laughs> Walks. He, he gets pushed away on a, one of those Roman things where the slaves carried him. You know, mm-hmm. a litter. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
After all, it's if it's your body, it should be your choice. The organization states on its cool. website. Cool, cool, cool. The so-called enhanced that's what, games. That's what that phrase a- is about. <laughs> like it's just yeah. like anti-vax shit, where they're like, "Our body, our choice," and it's like, "Oh God, you fucking losers." Um, The so-called Enhanced Games has been at the center of a firestorm of media coverage in recent days after announcing that it had closed a multi-million dollar seed round that included funding by Thiel, uh, venture capitalist Balaji Srinivasan, who is also currently engaged in a project to build new libertarian network states that run on Bitcoin. Oh, my God. Let them. Let them, though. Do the Bitcoin thing. Let them fucking bankrupt themselves. I'm okay with that. The for-profit organization, which is the brainchild of its president, Aaron D'Souza, best known for his role in the Thiel-backed lawsuit that brought down Gawker Media, bills itself as a modern reinvention of the Olympic Games that embraces performance enhancers and scientific progress. Uh, In in the era of accelerating technological and scientific change, the world needs a sporting event that embraces the future, the organization states on its site. Um, Regular humans throwing javelins is the past. (laughs) In the future, everyone will have javelins for arms. And they will throw themselves or be catapulted in a trebuchet. (laughs) It's time to see what humanity is truly capable of, the organization states. (laughs) Enhanced You're fucking psychos. <laughs> Enhanced argues that since many elite athletes already use performance enhancing drugs in Olympic competition, legalizing the practice would allow it to create a more level playing field and a safer event. You know, okay, wow. so it, it's it's like half of me like the the dumbest half of me is like honestly I get it. Like what are we doing right. here? You know, we're not, le- yeah. you know. No, let- I'm down with, I'm absolutely down with the steroid Olympics. I'm down with, <laughs> I'm down with it in concept. But all I can think about is th- what it's actually going to be. It's number one, it's going to, it's going to only take place in international waters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're going to have to like build out of like one of those like floating trash islands. Like they're going to have yeah. to build a fucking, you know, uh, Coliseum in the middle of the ocean and there's going to be no laws and there's going to be no recourse when inevitably a bunch of people die because they're (laughs) trying to fucking like juice the most juice they've ever juiced and they're all going to have their fucking hearts popping out of their chest and then Peter Thiel was going to be like they knew what they were in for when they signed (laughs) in blood on the dotted line you know yeah Uh, by comparison, Enhance said it plans to implement a sophisticated safety protocol that includes mm. testing before and after competition, which to will make additional- sure that you get you took steroids, <laughs> <laughs> which will additionally check for pre-existing conditions in part through genomic sequencing. Oh, good, uh, good, good, good. Some bullshit. Things yeah, that yeah. actually don't work. Yeah. And I just... Uh, some I other the, startup that they're trying to incorporate. Yeah. If you will not compete, I will grow you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the best part is the way that they're defending this is to, like, employ, like, the language of soyness. Like, everybody, yeah. Yeah. everybody does that now as, like, a smokescreen. Um, yes. yes. Throughout the website, Enhanced employs the political language of inclusion in an attempt to reframe steroid users as an oppressed class. So true, saying, though. 
saying it takes inspiration from, quote, the brave fight of the LGBTQIA plus movement and going so far as to call itself the most inclusive sports league in history as it welcomes this, wow. people. <laughs> this is just like Stonewall. <laughs> just like just injecting fucking HGH into your asshole and just going, I'm just like Harvey Milk. <laughs> Harvey Juice. Harvey Juice. (laughs) (laughs) As it welcomes people regardless if they are, quote, natural, adaptive, or enhanced, an amateur or a former Olympian. Uh, (coughs) The site itself has a tab that offers tips on, quote, how to come out as enhanced. Uh, Oh, come on. How to come out as enhanced. I fucking hate this dystopian fucking (laughs) bullshit. That being said, I cannot wait for like the athletes Instagram posts where they come out as enhanced. It's going to be great. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just tearing a tearing a phone book in half and being like, I have something to tell you guys. In a fun Mom, way, though, as Dad. much as this is awful, mm-hmm. it does sound like the beginning of like a Street Fighter movie. Yes, one hundred percent. Like Mortal Kombat esque. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The, the stakes are that higher. That can be fun. Exactly. Yeah, yes. The stakes are higher to sports if someone's heart might might explode while they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like yeah. Li- listen, like there's I I'm not gonna lie and pretend like I don't want to see fucking gladiators fight a lion. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like also, the, yeah. the joy is watching the possibility that they're gonna get ripped to shreds. And then the you know, the grandeur comes from what if they rip the lion to shreds? A lot of yeah. fun. I, yeah, and also like I thing. hated the ten years where people pretended like baseball sucked because they're like, oh, I hate watching Barry Bonds hit a million home runs because he's yeah. too because he's too buff. It's like, oh, really? You fucking hate that? And it's <laughs> it's like, it's also it's just ahistorical. Like they're acting as if baseball players didn't do drugs for the previous hundred years like throughout the 60s they were all taking speed like they were taking fucking greenies they were all they were all uh gacked out of their fucking gourds on amphetamines playing baseball but now like steroids is some different thing um yeah i th- i think enhanced athletes today are very much like being gay 50 years ago said no! <laughs> oh my god who told motherboard he is openly gay it's conducted in secret. It's something you have to hide. You're always fearing the police and the authorities, but it's underground and it's kind of fun. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like it is for sure, uh, you know, you are oppressed because you are um, fucking going into the bathroom at the L.A. Fitness. and Because <laughs> you want to be so swole. Because you want to be so swole that you're, you know, you're willing to risk an early death and back acne <laughs> in order to fucking have good insta pictures like the, just the in general i love the appropriation of like activist language yes uh for just whatever weird personal fucking interest you have in whatever it is like you could be like <clears throat> the world's foremost stamp collector and be like uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes I kind of feel like Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets better. 
Um, the organization at various points says it is, quote, protecting our athletes' rights to bodily autonomy and that the term doping is a colonialist slur that reeks oh of symbolic and historic God. violence against both the black and enhanced populations. Oh, no. <laughs> enhanced population? <laughs> God, these guys live in a fucking bubble. Who the fuck talks like this? Who the fuck talks like this where you just go, you know, the you just slip in enhanced population. <laughs> that is fucking insane. The organization additionally offers alternatives to what it views as anti-steroid language, saying people should avoid using terms like performance enhancing drugs, use performance enhancements instead, cheating, demonstration of science, unnatural, enhanced, and doping. Uh, as with other slurs, there is no acceptable alternative. Uh, doing so, the organization said, would allow people to, quote, avoid marginalizing members of the enhanced community. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> what are they fearing through their marginalization? Can you imagine just like... I don't know. Part of me is like, is this satire? Like, are I know. Just, like, it sounds like satire. Hey, it's like whatever. an ultimate... <laughs> I'm just picturing whatever now. language we have to use to get like giant to watch giant jacked men just throw javelins over the moon. Like I'm into it. I'm just thinking about like pictures from the Swalacost. <laughs> just in a concentration camp and a bunch of really jacked dudes. It's like the opposite where you can only, they just feed you a bunch of carbs and then make you fat. <laughs> they make you fat. Yeah, exactly. They're like, no, I haven't Start, had my stop steroids. Stop working. Our bike did not make free. My, 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 my skin no cleared protein. up. <laughs> my God. Um, here's more from the website. Don't assume that everyone is natural. That is, they don't use science to enhance themselves or that this is the norm. Uh, the organization states in its inclusive language section, uh, this profiling devalues the identities and lives of people who identify as enhanced. Who? Name <laughs> name more than 12 guys that you know personally who identify as enhanced. <laughs> like, there's this is just a made-up thing. It's just, oh, my God. And all you're going to get, really, for spokespeople is, like, Lance Armstrong, Barry Bonds, you know, you're going to get people who got caught doping and just going to be like, finally, I'm free. You know, I mean, if they turn Barry Bonds into a hero, I am not against it. Uh, listen, kind of I'm not I, I'm not against the idea of like kind of rehabilitating like the steroid years as kind of like, a, you know, a part of a larger picture in which it's like we kind of scapegoated a bunch of steroid using baseball players because we want to pretend that now people aren't doping when they're all doping. Everyone knows that doping happens in sports and uh, it is, you know, uh, we try to crack down on it because it's unfair and because it, it's unhealthy. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's there's only so much you can do. The idea of like openly like like making that part of someone's identity as if like yeah. without the it's doping a, it's an identity and it's a it's a it's a celebrated personal choice it is just another white people want to be oppressed so bad type scenario you know what i mean yeah um they do reference the <clears throat> concentration camps by the way this, oh, this oh come on <laughs> lovely tell me about it <laughs> 
In contrast to the more familiar story of baseball players with grotesquely swollen skulls and mustached communists in the 1970s bursting with all the muscles of a comic book villain, Enhanced rewrites the history of performance-enhancing drugs on its website as a positive one, depicting communities going back centuries that used a large variety of substances not as villains, but as heroes trying to reach their full potential. Mm-hmm. The organization notes with admiration, for example, that ancient Greeks and Roman gladiators used performance enhancers, stimulants, and hallucinogens, and that anabolic steroids restored, quote, the health of the survivors of Nazi concentration camps. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Aww. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, <clears throat> I would say, like, have you no shame, but like. No. no. Yeah, obviously yeah. not. Yeah. It's been taken out. It, it's like part of the performance enhancing is like they cut that part out of your brain and make you a sociopath. Ugh. Is that Peter, the, yeah, Peter is always challenging institutions, D'Souza said of his investors. investor. <laughs> he knows that when you have a calcified bureaucratic incumbent controlling a large market, that's a real big opportunity for disruption. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he added the disruption, that the-, <laughs> the calcification he's talking about is, uh, you know, in the heart valves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He added that Thiel, who has denied injecting himself with the blood of young people, was interested in anti aging <laughs> science. <laughs> no. Before you ask, no. Uh-uh. I have not now, nor have I ever had a blood boy. He was a friend of mine, a man full grown. And he sometimes gave me some blood, but it was just for decorative purposes, <laughs> mostly for religious ceremonies. I can't yeah. wait to watch this. Like, I mean, I don't want to put money in Peter <clears throat> Thiel's pocket, but uh, I mean, it reminds me. I am me... going to be tuned in for the Enhanced Olympics. It's like a more dangerous slam ball is what it feels like to me. <laughs> you know, like that it was like the basketball, but it was all dunking because mm-hmm. they used, what were they? Like, uh, what are those Trampoline. things? Trampolines, yeah. And you could only watch it on like the man channel or whatever it was, mm-hmm. like Spike, Spike TV. TV yeah. <laughs> was, oh, shit. That's a was, throwback. Yeah. The, like, I mean, the, the, <laughs> the Enhanced Olympics is going to answer, is going to give us so many answers that we once saw. We're going to, yeah, we have lots of questions and we're finally <laughs> going to get the answers we've been asking for. Yeah, for wait, you. are there women in this? I oh, mean... no. No! Wow, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called Enhanced. Yeah. <laughs> No, everyone knows that a man is just an enhanced woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Women god. Women have reached their full potential finally just... by becoming men. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to you when it's the Titty Olympics. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're thinking of doing a separate Olympics that's just for women. It's called the Raise My Children Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> we can see who can be- sweep the broom the best or you know <laughs> she's crushing the finish line with yeah. four children on her back <laughs> yeah who can make me dinner the fastest no just like asking peter thiel to even like consider women in this and just uh, watch him just go yeah. <laughs> this is no anti-colonialist bitches. language of you asking me to <laughs> oh my fucking god i mean like it's funny because everyone he describes in the article, I'm just like, get them in one room together, U.S. Air Force drone strike, and <laughs> like, things will marginally improve for the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
like a. Uh, but we still can we still have the steroid Olympics though? After I, that? listen, I am not opposed to watching people put themselves at risk for my entertainment. Obviously, you know. I mean, listen, I want I I watch people die on the internet all the time, uh, <laughs> but. You know, it's one of it's, your favorite things. It's one of my favorite things. It's how I relax, you know. Uh, but the just, I just know how terrible the execution's going to be. Right. You know, like it's not yeah. actually going to be this good thing. It's you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, what what hath man wrought upon us? You know, <laughs> like right. <laughs> you're like instead you're gonna, of national anthems, they're going to be singing some sort of hymn to the market. Yes, exactly <laughs> to the invisible hand. Yeah, it is it is like it's going to be bleak and dystopian and like I would watch some of it. Yeah. It sounds yeah. I mean the all of idea. It. Some of it though. I mean what what is like what are the event is it if it's the same events, ever- I'm gonna be annoyed if it's just like running you know, yeah, it, no, it has like- to be like running on f- fires you know like <laughs> yeah and like there has to be a lot of like contact like fighting i think physical yeah. fighting is yes and, and people are also forgetting here that like w- the, the what you're actually going to get here like you just let everyone do performance enhancing drugs and you hold the olympics what you get is um like the difference is will just be in the milliseconds for, you know, it'll be like, yeah. it'll be a numbers difference between these things. You know, it's like someone is going to lift, uh, you know, 3,000 kilograms as opposed to the world record of 2,800. Mm-hmm. And, right. and people are going to be like, wow, he did 200 extra kilograms. And you're going to be like, it looked the same. <laughs> it yeah. looked the same Absolutely. to me. Like yeah. people are going to run the uh, fucking, you know, uh, 100 meter dash like 0.8 seconds faster uh or or even if it's like three seconds faster you're gonna be like okay still look like i run fast i don't know i don't know difference between miles per hour it's uh, visually it's gonna look almost identical it's just like now people are gonna break records these aren't robots fighting it's not battle bots we're not turning people into battle bots here so you're really not really getting at anything so Extra. it's going to be disappointing. It's going to be very disappointing. And you're just going to, uh, it's just going to put more people like athletes lives at risk, which I'm like, this is just bad for everyone. And in, in, in every sense, did you ever see that documentary about like the, the Russian, um, like, the, like Putin's plan for, uh, like to, to, to create like a crop of better athletes for one of the, these Olympics. It was like, they mm-hmm. had, they had this Russian doctor who was sort of like uh, a PED, like steroids sort of guru. Yeah. And he had like this whole sophisticated plan for like how they could, uh, how the athletes could dope, but still beat like the, the doping tests. Um, and then uh-huh. like at the last minute, like Putin overruled him instead of going with that plan, they like broke into where they keep the, the blood cells. <laughs> samples and just swapped them all out that's a better plan though with clean blood and he was like this is a this is a better plan and then like the doctor who knew about it had to like go into hiding (laughs) i love that i love like when you just realize like at the end of the day what you want is a brute force plan (laughs) yeah you're like this is way less complicated yeah you don't need to like (laughs) rappel from the fucking ceiling to like rob the bank you could just point a gun in someone's face (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah yeah 
Yeah. Oh, well, you know, Peter Thiel. I hope uh, he's like one of those people. It's like, God, ah, you should die. You like you being dead is better for the world. It's just better because he's like a he's a super villain. Yeah, like he is an well, actual super. He has villain. a blood boy. It's very funny. He's that, like Lex Luthor. Yeah, like these tech guys are doing things that like m- movie supervillains yes. have been doing, like you know, feeding on the blood of the young, and right. like that that one weird guy who uh, gets his son's blood and is mm-hmm. like constantly, oh, yeah, yeah, like testing his his nut volume um, to <laughs> in the hopes of like reversing aging, and he just. Y- yeah. He just looks like a weird guy with a shaved chest. Like he doesn't even look much younger than. No, he, he doesn't is. look young at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like you you are feeding off of your child. You know this. There's there are like uh, myths about why this is bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It is just like it's and it comes from this really dark place where you're just like, you know, if I have enough money, I I, I deserve to live forever. It's yeah. not right. just, yeah. and, and and that means that like including making my life, uh, my son's life shorter <laughs> because my son didn't earn any of that. I'm the reason they're alive. So technically their blood is my blood. Yeah. Like, like I mean, that's monster. true though. That is true in a way. I do say that to my daughter all the time. <laughs> your blood is my blood. Your blood is mine. <laughs> Give me your toy. She, when she when she won't like sometimes she just grips onto a toy and I'm like no you must you can't bring that toy with you to bed it is sharp you know and then mm-hmm. I and then I tell her her blood is my blood yeah <laughs> I like when you say no and then they and then they just like cry harder and you're like okay fine yeah and no you think, they, that you think you've accomplished something as a parent no they're really good they're really good at emotional manipulation gaslighty ass kids do it. i i wrote wrote about this on uh my newsletter today but the other night um we were at a brewery and like the kids were playing having a good time uh-huh. and my son was playing with his toddler friend and they were they were like running they were like racing each other on on the blacktop and you know, I knew he was going to stumble and fall at some point because that's what toddlers do. They're just like little miniature drunk people. Uh-huh. And uh, and he fell, you know, he fell forward and uh, it didn't seem too bad. He came up. He's like, I got an ouchie. And he like showed me his his hand and I was going to do the thing where I kiss it and make it make the ouchie go away because that still works yeah and uh and and he showed me like his right hand and i was like and it didn't have many scrapes on it and i was like oh man that was not as bad as i thought and then i grabbed his left hand and he had somehow like managed to try and catch himself in such a way that it popped his entire fingernail out from the the bottom like it it ripped it out from the nail bed side And and I was just like, oh, you let me. S- I was like, let me see that hand. And I tried to be very calm as I like yeah, scooped him up and do. took him to clean it off and covered it up. But uh, yeah, that was a wild one. Jesus, Ugh. what do you do? And that do you put the nail back in? I mean, it wasn't all the way off. It was like hanging on by a couple of threads. Like it's still, oh, still on. You still gotta is, say threads. <laughs> it still is hanging on by a couple of threads. So we just like cleaned it off and put a couple band-aids over it so he couldn't see it because you're not supposed to like you know take it all the way off yeah it's like a blister you kind of just leave it and hope the dead skin covers the 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 new skin for a while yeah Yeah. oh parenthood sounds awful yeah (laughs) Yeah. pretty much just that over and over again (laughs) 
my wife cried my wife. When, when she saw it and uh and she's a nurse so she cried <laughs> yeah holy yeah, fuck that's how fucking bad it looked oh my god it's yeah well you know well, sometimes when your kid gets hurt you do like freak the fuck out but my whole yeah. thing is like <clears throat> life-threatening or not you know it's kind of like I, I can only be i can only have yeah. the emotional capacity yeah, for life-threatening like, uh, or not how much trouble am i gonna get for this uh, right yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> will the state take my child away and if the answer is like not life-threatening state doesn't care then i'm like what's the big deal you don't even need that arm yeah. <laughs> you'll be fine yeah walk it off walk it off kid oh yeah no i mean fucking uh, listen i love my baby but every time she almost falls or like you know we'll, like we'll take her in a walker and she'll just be like i want to go in the street mm. <clears throat> every time i'm just like they they love the street they thirst they love the, the street they, they thirst for large they, automobiles. yes large cars please <laughs> Yeah, and I yeah, every time well, it happens. My dog's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, dogs are a version of that. But yeah. when they die, it's funny. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> How dare you? Oh, uh, I think do we have time for one, one more thing and then I yes. got to get out of here. Oh, what I don't have any other thing. Oh, you don't have any other thing. No, not really. Oh, then I, I, well, hey. I was just riffing. We were just, we're just hanging riffing? out. Just having a good hang like we do. I love having a good <laughs> hang. I didn't mean to like destroy the good hang by saying I got to go soon, but you know, I got to go. Yeah, I, I could go too. All right. I, gotta, a- I do I actually do have to work a job. So. I, have to, I have to terrible. Work. Isn't it the yeah, worst? Fucking- I fucking hate jobs. <laughs> Oh, fuck jobs. Fuck jobs. Allison, thank you so much for coming back on the Frogcast. Yeah, my pleasure. Hell yeah. Where can people find you? Um, At Just About Glad <clears throat> on yes. the socials. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah. Check out Allison Stevenson uh, on the socials. And also say that date once again. It's the 14th of uh february that's a wednesday in los angeles what is the name of the venue moroccan lounge moroccan lounge so check out her show there it's gonna be fucking awesome uh and follow her on all of the social medias uh (laughs) patreon.com slash broadcast uh broadcast at gmail.com vince what is the google voice number 415-275-0030. All righty, everyone. Thanks again so much for listening. And until next time, good night and good chins. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. 
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.